It's our job to tell better stories. And always remember, it's the risk takers that are rewarded. People are sick and tired of being marketed to, and they're sick and tired of being sold. The single biggest story today in sales and marketing is how our customers are buying different Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Growth Hub podcast brought to you by AdvancedB2B.com. It's your host Edward Ford and today we're joined by Alex Thuma, founder of SaaStock, Europe's biggest SaaS conference. SaaStock is still a relative newcomer to the event circuit with its debut edition taking place in autumn 2016, but it's quickly evolved into the continent's biggest and most important event for the SaaS community. This year's edition is taking place from September 18th to 20th in Dublin, Ireland, and in this episode, Alex talks to us about the history of the conference and how he got the idea and inspiration to establish SASTOC, how he was able to raise a funding round from some of Europe's top SaaS investors ahead of this year's event, a sneak peek into what attendees can expect from SASTOC 2017, as well as a little more info about SASTOC on tour, which is a set of mini-events being held across Europe in the run-up to the main conference in September. Stay tuned for the end of the episode where Alex shares his top five tools that help him with his work, alongside his best piece of advice for SaaS growth leaders. And we also have some info on early bird pricing, so you can save €100 Euros on your ticket. So here is episode four of the Growth Hub podcast with Alex Thuma, founder of SaaStock. So welcome to the show, everyone, and welcome to the Growth Hub podcast, Alex Tuma of uh, SASTOC. Uh, great to be here, Edward. Uh, you know, thanks for the invitation. Yeah, yeah, great to have you here. And uh, we're actually big fans of your podcast, the SAS Revolution Show, but it's great to have you here talking with us today and have you answering the questions this time. And I was thinking we could start things off by hearing a little more about your background and how you actually got into SAS. Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's good to be uh, sometimes you know on the other side of the mic yeah. uh, <laughs> as such. Um, but uh, yeah, so my background, I mean, you know, I, I've had, I guess, like after after graduating in, in business, you know, eleven year sales career, going from selling you know outsourced IT support to you know voice over IP equipment to, to large telcos, and that led into you know, becoming an account executive, um, you know, for like a, 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 well, a cloud computing uh, software company called Parallels. Um, and it was just during that, those sort of last three years of that career where I first really got exposed to, to SaaS, you know, what, what SaaS was. And it, it wasn't actually the Parallels platform was, was really an enterprise software, but, uh, but what I'd call a legacy platform in that it was deployed on-premise, um, but it enabled uh, a number of SaaS applications. Uh, and these SaaS applications were, no offense to Parallels, a lot sexier than, than, than our, uh, yeah. our platform. So I was starting to get curious, you know, here's Box and Dropbox and, you know, even Office 365 and, you know, Evernote. And I was like, wow, you know, there's all these cool tools that are like, uh, you, you know, springing up. Uh, uh, and um, so it, it really, you know, I, I started to get fascinated, started to read uh, a lot about this. Um, uh, and then uh, what, I think it was just kind of one day I decided, you know, what, I've, I'm really interested in uh, creating a blog. Um, I've never written a blog post, you know, in, in my life. Uh, and uh, uh, I was like, okay, I've just got this idea that I, I'm going to, you know, write, uh, uh, create a blog about SAS. Um, and this is with, you know, very, very sort of limited knowledge and experience uh, about SaaS. So maybe that it wasn't necessarily 
the best idea because you know if, if you you know going to write about something, it, it's often sort of good advice that you should you should have uh, you know some knowledge, understanding, and experience around this. And mine was very limited, so it was still at that sort of nascent stage where I'm learning about SAS, but then I just decided to start writing about it as well. Um, and then I think I quickly found out that you know I still don't know enough about this topic really to to write about it. Um, uh, you, you know, with, with a, a sort of trusted, you know, authority uh, sort of viewpoint. Uh, so why would people sort of read this? So I think I changed my my sort of tactics in that. You know, I would do like simple kind of you know Q and As and just use effectively you, you know uh, some content marketing skills, which I was still learning at the time as I'd never done content marketing to to actually extrapolate some useful information from uh you know those that actually knew a lot more about SaaS because they were running SaaS businesses or they were investing in SaaS uh, um and so i just think it because of the timing because this was a couple of years ago when i started sascribe there wasn't really uh you know at the time anybody that was doing it um you know from this kind of you know non vendor non vc uh, perspective so there were you, you know sascribe was this uh, blog which was very you, you know it was just neutral it was unbiased there was no agenda I wasn't trying to sell anything you know it wasn't to be monetized um, and we started to um, you, you know get some people like if you reached out to founders hey can I interview you for the for the blog uh, everybody was like super friendly and, and that's what I found in the SaaS community as well people are always kind of willing to share and you know very friendly and uh, and that's kind of, you know, how how I really sort of got into it. Um, so it was just that exposure, um, you know, I think the the, the, the the sexiness kind of, you know, excited me and then that desire to want to, to, to you know, create a blog. And, that, and that's how I really sort of got into it. Yeah. So a, a blog is one thing, but a full-blown conference is another. Uh, so where did you actually get the idea and inspiration to found Sastock? And what was the goal that you were hoping to achieve when you actually started out on, on that journey? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I mean, it, it wasn't, it was probably about six months after I, after I started the, the, the blog Sascribe. So in fact, you know, I was, I was still working at, um, you know, my, my previous employers uh, at, at the time when I was doing Sascribe and I was doing, Sascribe in the evenings, you know, on the weekends, you know, between us, you know, sometimes during the day as well. So I was very, um, you, you know, sort of passionate uh, about this, and and uh, it it sort of it quickly took off in that we we were getting some, you know, pretty reasonable, um, uh, you, you know, stats in. I think like within the first sort of four months, there was around about you know thirty thousand monthly visitors. Um, you know, to uh, to the site, and you know, getting people from Intercom and you know other companies that were emailing and saying, "Hey, you know, we like what we're, you're doing. We're rooting for you," and this kind of thing. And so, th this really got me behind this thinking, actually, that you know, Sascribe uh, could be this business, this entrepreneurial um, you know thing that I, I was perhaps yearning for at the time after this uh, you know 11 year sales career. And um, so I, I kind of ran with it and was thinking about ways to, uh, you know, monetize, subscribe, but, you, you know, there, there wasn't really anything, um, 
necessarily that obvious that, that I could think of, although no, a lot of like, you know, publications eventually, once they've you know, built a brand, um, you know, you know they, they quite often you know, start to look at events as a, a, as a revenue stream. Um, but then it just happened that I think, you know, uh, six months, um, you know, after we'd written the first post and, you know, I was having uh, a dinner with the uh, SAS VC that had, uh, had also, you know, reached out to us because of Sascribe and because of some of the content that we'd done um, and uh, a founder that, you know, he'd invested in and um, we were discussing, you know, just it's a shame that there seems to be just a lack of events in Europe that are focused on SaaS, you know, for the SaaS community. So I think that that investor, um, which was actually, it was, it was Connor Stanley from Tribal VC in, in, in Ireland. I think, you know, he suggested, uh, you know, Alex, this could be, uh, you, you know, uh, something logical for, for Sascribe for, for you to do, you know, given, um, you know, what you're doing at the moment. Uh, as, as a logical extension of that um, and it, it struck a chord with me but I, I was very reticent as well because I had no experience you know in, in events right so yeah yeah I, I think like the common advice right if if you're gonna if you're gonna do something or start a business you know it's often you've got to have a passion which uh, you know I, I had but you know it's also great to have some kind of experience uh, in that so there was that reticence to, to, to actually do that. Um, uh, but it, it struck a chord and I kept thinking about it. And, you know, just I spoke to many, many, many founders and, and, and basically started to do some customer development uh, around that. And, you know, I just thought, wouldn't it be great seeing how fragmented, you know, Europe is to just basically bring everybody together. Um, and, and I thought that the opportunity was, you know, now to do that. Uh, if I didn't do it, you know, somebody else would. And, um, you know, I, I had a degree of confidence that from everybody that I'd spoken to from the customer development that actually, you know, if we did it, that people would attend. And, uh, you know, thankfully they did. Yeah. And uh, actually 2016 was the first ever SaaS stock. So that was last year. And like you said, you had almost no experience in events. Uh, and I actually just want to read a quote from a blog post of yours from Sascribe. Um, so you wrote, uh, I had close to zero experience in events, a couple of SaaS meetups, but a conference, uh-uh. But had Elon Musk sent a rocket into space before he had the idea for SpaceX? Please let's be clear, I'm not comparing myself to Elon, by the way, end quote. So uh, really nice little quote. And for the record, I think, you know, you are, uh, let's just say it here, the Elon Musk of European SaaS putting together <laughs> this, uh, this huge conference. Um, so could you tell us a bit about how you actually built up uh, the 2016 event, uh, how you got the community together, how you did it so quickly and so well, and, and just give us a summary of what it was like hosting the first ever SaaS stock. Yeah, sure. So, so I, I think you, you know, it there, there was a lot to it, right? Um, it wasn't just you know I've got an idea for 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 this event, and you know let's go ahead and and do that um, uh, and, and build it. I think you know if it, if it was just the event on its own. Um, without having done the, uh, the, the the prior sort of work that we, we put in, which I'll, I'll get to, then, I, you know, it, it wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have succeeded. We wouldn't have got the speakers. So what enabled it was that I, uh, you know, started Sascribe. I, I, you know, you know I'd been um, uh, doing that for around six months and, you, you know, seen that uh, that had, you know, slightly taken off. 
um, uh, and that allowed me to, um, I guess, kind of you know build uh, a network and some credibility um, uh, within the space, and actually that enabled the idea to uh, to form. Um, but I think like four months after I uh, started the uh, the blog, we added the, the the next layer of content, which was the podcast, which was the SaaS Revolution show. Um, and now that really uh, helps with um, with SaaS stock in that uh, I think it, SaaS Revolution show was probably I might be able to lay the claim as like being a, you know the first SaaS podcast uh, out there. So because okay, of, so you beat. Uh... Jason Lemkin and, and Harry Stebbings by by about a year or so. Although I think okay. they, I, nice. think they, I think they're doing a bit better than me at the moment. But <laughs> uh, I, I'm not chasing statistics. But uh, uh, but yeah. So we, we were pretty much you know first to market with that. And um, what that enabled me to do was just to to get these like what I would call you know sort of you know big name guests on uh really quickly because you, you know nobody was really asking them to do podcast interviews um and especially you know around SaaS. so you know very early on we even you know we had jason lemkin we had the founder of docusign tom gonza we had byron dieter from bessemer venture partners owen mccabe from intercom uh, and all these people were very willing to you know come on the podcast and uh, what that enabled uh, me to do was that when we got to the point of, you know, well, I need to book speakers for this conference for SaaS stock, um, you know, they actually knew me from the podcast. So I'd interviewed Christoph Jans uh, and therefore, it, you know, he knew me when I reached out that I wasn't a stranger, that I had some credibility, that he knew that I had passion around this and that I'd been putting in the groundwork. And I think that made it easier for him to say yes. Also, there wasn't really, you know, any other SaaS conference in, in Europe. So I think they're very supportive of that fact as well. But it's a risk, I guess, for any of those speakers to commit to speaking at a conference that hasn't been done before. Um, and I think without the, the work that I put into it with Sascribe and the podcast, uh, and not only that, actually, we've done... Um, uh, you, we kind of, you know, uh, back that up with a, a number of SaaS meetups as well. So I think we'd done about eight SaaS meetups before the first SaaS stock. And so it was all that groundwork, the grassroots stuff that really kind of, you know, helped uh, with the conference, with booking the speakers. Um, and, and I think without that, you know, it, it just wouldn't have been possible. Yeah. And actually earlier this year, you announced that SaaS stock had raised a funding round from uh, some of Europe's top SaaS investors and founders, including Christoph Jans, uh, as well as Pavel Chudzinski of Point9 Capital, Connor Stanley, who you mentioned earlier, of Tribal VC, uh, as well as Eric Schutt and Hans Janssen of Woodwing Ventures, Martin Henk, co-founder of Pipedrive, Tim O'Shea and Alexander Brühl of the SaaS Garage. Uh, so firstly, big congratulations for that. And secondly, these are some really big names. So could you tell us a bit more about how this funding ground came about? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I think the, the well, the, the one thing that all of these um, uh, uh, people that you mentioned or the, the investors uh, have in common is that they attended Sastop, right? And uh, as, as far as they've, right. you know, as, as far as they told me, you know, they, they loved it, right? And um, I, I think that, um, that that certainly helped. Now, I wasn't actually necessarily looking for funding, you know, at, at the time, you know, the, the first year, of SaaS stock, we bootstrapped it. And I think for any business, whether it's, you know, SaaS stock, whether it's an event or just any startup, you know, bootstrapping is hard. Um, you know, keeping a, uh, a business 
you, you know, uh, stay, staying alive in the first year yeah, is tough, right? So, so we certainly had, you, you know, it, it wasn't all roses. Um, you know, we certainly had our, our struggles, our moments where, you know, cash flow was, you know, uh, looking a bit sort of iffy and it was uh, what Alex Ferguson, uh, the ex-Manchester United manager, would call like squeaky bum time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, you know, um, so, so there were kind of moments where, you, you know, you'd lose sleep or you're a bit stressing and then there, then there, then there was, you know, the, the great moments as well. Um, but overall, it was, uh, it was a tough journey. And, uh, uh, and then we had the conference uh, and actually... Um, you know, all the, 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 the years work that we put into it. So, we, you know, it, it was 12 months of work that we put into SaaS stock. Uh, it paid off in that, you know, it actually was better than everybody's expectation. There were a lot of people that said to me on the day, well, you, you know, we weren't expecting this, you know, you've done a great job. This is so much better than we thought. Um, and on the day itself, you, you know, Christoph Jans and um, uh, uh, another investor, Tim O'Shea, you know, kind of, uh, I, I was speaking with them and they were like, you know, wow, this is great. How do we get more involved? Um, and so, you know, obviously we're very busy on the day. So we, we, we kind of left the conversation at that. Um, after the event, uh, you know, I was just thinking, wow, you know, it was great, but it was super tough, you know, really, really hard to, uh, to bootstrap that. And then we're looking at, you know, next year, our goal is to, you know, double in size, get 1500 attendees there. And you know what, we're, we're two and a half people with, you know, not a huge amount of cash in the bank, um, you, you know, and, uh, and we're, I was just kind of thinking, well, in able to do this, right, we need to grow the team. We need to have, you know, I think, you know, a bigger network, more people supporting this. Um, then, and if we bootstrap it, I think it's going to be super tough. So I just started the conversations at, at that point and you know, it seemed that there was this interest and willingness, you know, for, um, you know, from uh, investors like Christoph Jans to, uh, to see this conference succeed and go from hopefully, you know, strength to strength and be, you know, the, the number one SaaS conference, uh, you know, in Europe. Um, and, um, and, and from there on, it was like, okay, well, you know, Christoph is, is definitely interested, you know, Pavel uh, uh, is interested, Tim is interested, who else? Well, you know, let's ask those that have attended the, the conference and, um, you, you know, and, and that's how we, we got, you know, Martin and Connor and the guys at Woodwing involved and, and you know, Alex Brawl at SAS Garage as well. Um, and everybody was just, re, you know, very willing to, to support this. Uh, be a part of it and um, you know that uh, to have I think these great investors you know uh, as supporters and to uh, have their network you know at our disposal and plus um, you know their advice you know as well I, I just thought it was a real kind of win-win. Yeah and what will this funding enable you to do uh, and what can attendees expect from SASTOC 2017 in Dublin this September? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the funding, what it's enabled us to do already is to, to hire, uh, hire people that we wouldn't have been able to, uh, to, to get on board. Um, so uh, actually, I was recruiting um, whilst the fundraising was going on. I mean, the fundraising, uh, you, you know, it, it wasn't as easy as I expected, even though we had this interest, you know, from all the investors, it, it actually took you know, sort of three months or, 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 or so. Um, and during that period, I, I just kind of had this optimism that it, it you know, it, it was going to be a, a successful um, uh, round uh, and that uh, I, I would interview, 
um, the candidates, you know, in the meantime to to kind of get them prepped for, um, you know, when, when this closes, that they'll be ready to join. So, um, you know, straight away after it closed, we, we, we brought on board, you know, a head of content and communications. Um, now we know, obviously, you, know, you guys at the, uh, at the Growth Hub are, uh, are all about content and inbound. And, you know, similarly, um, we needed to up our content game, right? We, we I think last year, you know, were just, um, uh, whilst we had Sascribe, which was kind of, you know, an independent or, or a separate brand from Sastock. Um, there was real, really no content that was necessarily, you know, driving any, um, uh, you know, uh, email signups or, or or ticket sales for for the conference and, and building that awareness. So now we've got uh, Irina on as our, our head of content, and we're just, you know, turning our content game up to uh, uh, eleven. Uh, and uh, and also we brought on um, uh, a head of marketing as well. And so last year, you know, it was just myself who really is a, is a sales guy or, you know, a, a vision kind of person that, uh, you, you know, likes to get shit done. Um, we had Chris who, um, uh, you know, he was our sort of growth um, uh, manager, but wasn't necessarily a growth expert in that, you know, he was teaching himself uh, the role. And uh, uh, we were kind of really sort of, I think, lacking a real marketing strategy we still, you know, not necessarily by luck, by just like throwing lots of shit at the wall, uh, um, managed to get, you know, 700 people there. I think it was partly, you know, by virtue of the fact that this was the only SaaS conference in Europe, that we had all of these great speakers, um, you know, and we, we had a great agenda. And, um, and you, you know, I think we were fortunate that uh, we got 700, um, you, you know, attendees uh, at the event. Now, you know, throwing a lot of shit at the wall um, is, is not going to be the strategy uh, to help us for, for, for 2017. So we, we've actually now got a marketing plan, um, which, is, uh, we, which is fantastic. And, um, you, you know, we, we're just starting to execute on that. So it, it, it's really great to kind of, um, you, you know, have these people on board. And uh, these are people of, you know, great cal- caliber uh, as well. Um, so without without that funding, we we wouldn't you know have been able to do that. We would still probably be a two, maybe three person organization. We're going to be six people from from next week, which is uh, which is fantastic, and it's just really going to help. We're not going to be stretched, you know, as we were uh, last year. Um, to the second part of the question, what can people expect? Um, last year was really, I mean, it was one day of conference and one day of satellite events, what we call SAS City. Uh, which is kind of like a South by Southwest for for SaaS and with a number of events across across Dublin. Um, this year, uh, from the 18th to the 20th of September is SaaS Doc 2017. On the 18th, we've got uh, we're going to have about 20 satellite events taking place across Dublin. There's going to be four SaaS boot camps. Uh, there's going to be a CEO boot camp. There's going to be a sales boot camp with the likes of Steli FD, uh, you know, as as mentors and Kyle Porter. From sales law, sales law. There's going to be a marketing boot camp with uh, you know Bill Masaitis and Guillaume Caban from Segment, uh, Pedro from Typeform as uh, you know some of the mentors. There's going to be workshops, networking parties. Um, so that's going to be fun. It's going to be you know it, it brings something different. Um, uh, I think you know to um, uh, to the event or to the just the, the, the you know a, a general kind of conference. Uh, it gets people to experience a bit of Dublin. Um, it gets them to, you know, have a bit of an icebreaker, but it's really educational 
uh, as well. Uh, and then we're going to have you know, two full days of conference this year. Uh, last year was just one. Um, this year, two full days, three stages. There's going to be a stage uh, for or content, no matter what stage of business that, that you are. So we're going to have a traction stage where, you know, if you're on that journey from zero to one million ARR, um, we're going to have content there for you. You know, if you're between one to 10 million ARR, you know, if you're at one and you want to get to 10, there's going to be content there for you, you know, and then there's going to be content for the scaling companies uh, as well. You know, that journey to, you know, from 10 to 100 million, uh, uh, you know, potentially plus, right? Um, uh, plenty of networking, uh, plenty of parties uh, in, in the evening. So I think whatever, whatever your goal, if it's there to come, you know, listen to the great speakers, um, uh, you, you know, uh, take some notes around, you know, all of the content that we're going to have, uh, or whether it's to, to network and, you know, do a bit of business development um, or meet investors. Uh, I think we'll have about 200 VCs that invest in SaaS uh, there this year. Um, then, you know, we've got something uh, for you. Wow, that sounds awesome. So basically anyone working in the SaaS space in Europe absolutely has to be there. It sounds like it's going to be an awesome few days. And I'm particularly excited about the marketing bootcamp, uh, especially regarding Pedro from Typeform. He was actually our first guest here on the Growth Hub podcast. So it'll be actually really good to meet him uh, face to face. But just one question about the city. So you yourself are based in London. Yes. And there are other big uh, SaaS hubs around Europe, for example, Berlin. Mm. Uh, but why did you pick Dublin? Yeah, um, so there, there were a number of factors. I mean, I think the common advice, if, you, if you're going to do like a conference right, or an, any event, really, it, it probably should be you know, near your home city. Um, logistically, you're going to be making a lot of trips. So, you know, often that, that, um, that, that's the common advice, right? Um, now, that meant London, you know, for me. And I started looking at London, and now maybe I've got expensive taste, but the venues, that <laughs> I was, the venues I were looking at, right, I was getting some, like, you know, fall off your chair quotes. And, and because we were bootstrapped, you, you know, th- th- this suddenly became, you know, quite prohibitive. And um, uh, so uh, from a cost perspective, I, I was being put off London and thinking, actually, this might not you know, get off the ground. Uh, then that led me, you know, I, I did a survey using Typeform uh, and I pushed that out to you know, a bunch of uh, SaaS founders and investors. And from the results that I got back, everybody picked their hometown. So that data was a bit you know, inconclusive, really. Um, and, um, and, and then I kind of started to have a look at you know, where, where are the hubs. And you know, we looked at Dublin and, and, and basically Dublin is the kind of hub for um, you know, the, the, the larger SaaS companies uh, or the US SaaS companies that are going global when their first move into Europe, um, quite often they, they pick Dublin. So, you know, you have, I mean, right now you've got Slack there, you've got Qualtrics, you've got Zendesk, um, you know, Dropbox, HubSpot, New Relic, you know, all of these, you know, big name companies choose Dublin as their, their kind of first port of call when moving into Europe. So I was thinking, okay, well, there's definitely this cluster there, um, you know, for, for us to uh, for us to tap into, um, and for, tap into from a, a perspective of you know uh, potential attendees, but also from a, a, a speaker perspective. When I'm thinking, hey, you know, wouldn't it be ideal or great, you know, if we get Stuart Butterfield uh, from Slack and Ryan Smith from Qualtrics and um, Drew Houston from Dropbox all coming over to speak at Sastock, uh, uh, and while and whilst there, you, you know, uh, visiting their European HQ. 
So I looked at that as a potential strategy uh, as well. So I thought that might make sense. And I went over to Dublin. I checked out some of the, the venues. And, you, you know, it, it was so much more cost effective, um, a lot more bang for your buck uh, as well. Um, uh, that suddenly you've, I had, you know, all of these things kind of pointing to Dublin. You know, coincidentally, at the same time, Web Summit, you know, decided to move out of Dublin because they'd grown too big. Um, you know, we never have, you know, any uh, intentions of, of getting to the size of, uh, of Web Summit. But uh, it kind of meant that really after Web Summit, you know, deciding to leave, that there wasn't really a big name conference in Ireland. Um, and I thought perhaps we could be, you, you know, a, a big fish in a, in a smaller pond rather than just a, a, another conference in, uh, in London. And I think, you know, Dublin's so much smaller than London um, or some of the other European cities that, that, that you mentioned. And, and I think that really adds to uh, this sort of conference vibe and, you know, the evening side of things where you can walk, you know, to events and walk down the cobbled streets with your pint of Guinness and, um, there was this kind of, you, you know, almost this sort of magical vibe that I think would just would just be missing in such a huge city, you know, like London. Um, so it, it just ticks so many boxes for me, and uh, and I think um, I think it's paid dividends with um, you know with the one event. So certainly, you know, our intention is to uh, is to keep it in Dublin. I mean, somebody said to me, you know, why don't you move it around like the Olympics? But I think there would just be. Uh, too much work uh, involved in that, um, you, you know, so uh, I think it's just kind of easier to, to stay where we are and, uh, yeah, the plans to keep it in Dublin. Yeah, Dublin is always fun. Um, and in addition to the main conference, you launched Sastock on Tour, which is a set of one-day events in the run-up to September. So you've been to Dublin already, uh, you've been to London, Paris, Barcelona's on the 31st of May, then you go to Tel Aviv, Berlin, and Amsterdam. Uh, so how did this come about and what is happening at these events? Yeah, so, um, so I think I, I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast that, you know, when we were doing Sascribe and um, uh, we, we did these SAS meetups, we did eight SAS meetups, um, you know, uh, before the first SAS stock. And, uh, you know, each meetup, you know, it, it, of course, it, it, it took effort. Uh, and we were getting about, you know, 60, 70 people uh, to attend. And we did those in, in Dublin, in London and in Berlin. And we did one as well. Um, and then, you know, when we stopped doing that because the focus was on SAS uh, then all of a sudden there wasn't really, you know, any SAS meetups happening in London or in Dublin. And uh, I think, you know, still, you know, in Berlin. Um, and then I thought, okay, well, that, you know, that's a real shame. It's like, you know, why, why isn't, you know, we know that Berlin is a hub and London is a hub and there's so many SaaS founders there and, you know, in Dublin, et cetera. But nobody was really necessarily taking the initiative to put on these smaller events, which, you know, are still, you know, very valuable. Um, and so we just thought, well, like, you know, in between, uh, in between SaaS stocks, the annual conference, it's 12 months, right? And, and what's happening in, in Europe? Like, you, you know, not a lot uh, or, you know, close to zero. So we just thought, okay, well, we're in this position, you know, where actually we should be able to or, or should even just, you know, take the initiative, um, you know, be a, a, a driver, um, you know, for SaaS education within the community, um, and and keep some momentum going, you know, between the annual conferences. So we we said, look, you know, instead of doing, 
the 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 meetups you know on a monthly basis i mean at the moment we don't have the um i i guess the the, the manpower to to resource you, you know a sas meetup in every city uh, across europe on a monthly basis let's do um you know let's do uh uh like one sort of bigger uh bigger event um but you you know um uh you know bigger than a meetup smaller than sasdoc make make it a, like a snapshot of sasdoc uh, uh, and uh, and take this to you know some of these um, you know uh, key cities uh, across Europe. Unfortunately, we couldn't you know uh, go to every city, and you know, um, we, you know we're not coming to the Nordics uh, at, at the moment. You know this year, um, but um, you know that that was really the, the the goal behind it, just to try and you know keep keep it going uh, and bring the community together. Um, you know, put on some great content. Uh, and really kind of just see what the um, you know reaction to that is and uh, and actually uh, I mean I think you know each uh, each event has really been well attended and we've got a lot of feedback from it as well uh, which is very sort of useful uh, uh, to us um, but uh, yeah I think you know hopefully this is something that we will continue and potentially scale um, and look at that you know after the um, after the next uh, SASDOC. Yeah, and, and you actually just mentioned the Nordics, which is, of course, where we're based. And you actually mentioned yourself just before we were uh, having this, this discussion that you're half Finnish. Uh, your mum's from Lahti, which is just up the road from Helsinki. But the Nordics has a bit of a powerhouse when it comes to B2B SaaS. So we have companies like Zendesk, Leadfeeder, Ticktail, Smart, Klarna. So any ideas in the future about whether SaaS stock will come on tour to Helsinki? Yeah, I, th I think I think definitely we will. I think the the what we'll need to do some research and maybe reach out to um, uh, people like yourself, Edward, is to, to kind of understand, you know, obviously the Nordics, you know, encompasses Norway, Sweden, you know, Finland, Denmark. Uh, and it's like, okay, we've got the, the, the great companies coming out of there. Where where is the, the, the hub where if we did a SaaS stock on tour? within you know one of those cities that you you know will get the, the, the most sort of people to uh to travel to um so i think that will be sort of you know one of one of the questions it might it might just so be that next year actually we might just do one in helsinki one in stockholm and one in denmark um and uh, uh it, it's definitely going to happen um it, it probably won't happen before sas 2017 unfortunately uh, just due, just due to uh, sort of bandwidth, but um, definitely you know the Nordics is is big on our um, uh, on our radar and, and roadmap, and, and and as you said, you know so many great SaaS companies you know coming out of the Nordics, uh, like Denmark is uh, seems to be a bit of a, a, a powerhouse for producing you know great SaaS companies, and you, you know you've got great ones uh, uh, from Finland too, like we've got Kristo Ovaskar from Smartly speaking at uh, at SaaStop this year, so. Um, so that's going to be super exciting. Um, um, so yeah, great stuff. Um, and now if we actually move on to the final part of the interview, and these are actually two questions we ask all our guests uh, on the show. And the first one would be uh, a bit about tools. So what are the top five cannot live without tools that help you get your work done? Uh, yeah, no, it's a good question. I think, I mean, definitely email, right? I mean, uh, you know, Every day, you know, it, it's it, there's so many emails to to write to answer. Um, it, it, it's powering the business, and actually, uh, I mean, right now, uh, or when we started uh, the, the business, um, you know, I signed up for Office three six five, 
uh, and now the business has grown to six people. Uh, the more people we've come on, the more people have said, why are you using Office 365? And there's been a bit of a team revolt. Uh, and I think on this Monday, we're going to be moving to Google Apps. And I've said, okay, well, you got you guys to take that decision. Um, so we'll be moving to Google. Sorry, uh, Microsoft. Uh, um, uh, CRM, um, you know, actually, you know, year one, you know, we, we were bootstrapped. It doesn't mean actually if you're, you're bootstrapped, you can't have a CRM. But um, you know, our, our, our revenue was, uh, you know, on ticket sales and on um, sponsorship uh, and, and we tracked all sponsorship sales and revenue just on, um, our, you know, on a, on a spreadsheet. Uh, so we didn't really have a, a proper CRM in place. And uh, uh, thankfully, we've rectified that and are now using Salesforce IQ. Um, which is uh, which which is a great platform, and uh, you know couldn't live without it uh, now. So um, you know I'm surprised we got through a year of uh, of just living you know uh, on a spreadsheet. So you know first year we we weren't super organised. Um, I think thirdly, Slack. Um, now I mean you talked about. Uh, you know productivity, and I think perhaps there's an argument where people might think you know like Slack can be a distraction. Um, you, you know, uh, and you read a lot about that, and, and actually it might work against you in terms of um, you, you know being productive. But for us, we're a semi-remote organisation, so we've got two people in Dublin, we've got two people in London, soon to be three, and one person in Berlin. Um, so I think for any remote organization, a tool like Slack is, is, is super important because it, it really brings us together on a daily basis. And, uh, you know, a lot of our company culture is almost, you, you know, uh, well, it's very visible on, on, on Slack in, in, in keeping everybody, um, you know, uh, together and, and, and sort of driven. And it's also pretty much the hub of the company, not only because we're all on it and using it. But I think, you know, all the channels and all the integrations that we have that, you, you know, it can integrate into our ticketing platform and into Stripe and, you know, into our podcast feeds and content and whatnot. It's, um, uh, it, it pretty much is the hub of, uh, of our business, um, you know, right now. Um, and then I would say um, Wonderlist is, is probably like a, a, a useful tool that I have open every day. Um, actually, I mean, the founder of uh, Wonderlist, Christian Reba, um, uh, we'll be speaking at SASDOC, um, but uh, uh, it, it's just something I've started to use in the last 12 months, and it's my to-do list, um, you know, and uh, uh, I think, you know, without that, um, you know, there, there would perhaps be a kind of lack of guidance, but it, it's just a, a great tool to have a, a to-do list, and, and probably... I think now just starting to see the benefits of it is, uh, is Trello. So as the company has grown, now we're you know, getting our content plan on, on Trello, our marketing plan, our email campaigns on there. Um, so whilst I myself as, uh, you, you know, I, I don't know, the, the founder or CEO of the company, I'm not necessarily actively using Trello. Um, it, it's like a dashboard where I can see that, okay, you know, here is the calendar for, for the content. Here is the email campaigns, you know, here is the marketing and we can, you know, I can use that as a reference point. So, so I, I would say those are the, um, uh, the, the five key tools uh, at the moment. Okay. And uh, final question. So you've interviewed a lot of people working in SaaS on your podcast and you've also set up Europe's biggest SaaS conference. So what would be your one piece of advice for SaaS growth leaders working in the B2B field? Yeah, I, th I mean, I think 
for me, it, it's whether whether that advice has necessarily been you know passed on from those that I that I've interviewed. Um, but the one thing I sort of truly believe in, you know, and I guess it's definition of a, a growth leader, but you you know anybody that's you know building a SaaS company, uh, you know, looking to grow it is to. It, you know, it's to get out of the office. Um, you know, to to speak to customers, to um, you know, meet people face to face that are within the industry, right? Um, uh, and it, it's the best way to get feedback, I think. You know, um, and that you can loop that feedback back into the the company. I think it's a it's a great way to uh, win new customers and build relationships. Um, and I think you know, for me, as, as long as you you know, you can think in advance that, okay, well, if I go to, you know, if you spend time out of the office, right, it, it is, it can be expensive, you know, the, uh, uh, but, you know, if you think about, well, I'm going to meet these people, I've got these meetings lined up, and you, you're almost certainly, you know, going to get ROI out of it. And that's been, you know, my experience. So, um, you know, with SaaS, you know, it, it's very much, or there are many, you know, self-serve SaaS businesses, where you can just sit in your office or, you know, work from home, you know, hopefully grow this business, potentially grow it slowly. But there's nothing better than meeting your, you know, existing customers or new customers or just people within the industry, um, you know, and, uh, and and having, you know, conversations to, to learn from each other and hopefully grow. And uh, I guess, the, you know, coincidentally, you know, SaaStock, uh, uh, you know, it enables, um, you know, this in a very sort of focused way. But, you know, for me, we wouldn't have had SaaS stock without, you know, if, if I just sat in the office, right, I, I would just never have had any of these conversations uh, that would have enabled it to be, you know, the conference that it is. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that SaaS stock is the perfect place to put that advice into practice uh, for all SaaS, SaaS growth leaders. Alex, Thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And I'm really looking forward to meeting up with you in September in Dublin at Sastock 2017. Yes, absolutely. Great to have uh, the advanced B2B boys uh, uh, and girls uh, there. So uh, um, yeah, can't wait for it. Um, uh, thanks once again for inviting me on the show. That was Alex Thuma, founder of SaaStock, and it's going to be a great event, and we hope that you'll be attending SaaStock. And if you get your ticket before June the 6th, then you'll get 100 euros off the regular price, as prices themselves will increase on June the 6th. You can check out sastock.com for more information and to get your tickets. Uh, you can also follow Alex on Twitter, at Alex Thuma, that's at A-L-E-X-T-H-E-U-M-A. And you can also follow Sastock on Twitter at Sastock. So thank you for listening to the Growth Hub podcast. Make sure you check out the Growth Hub at advancedb2b.com slash the Growth Hub for more content and resources on everything B2B SaaS growth. It's our job to tell better stories. And always remember, it's the risk takers that are Biggest story today in sales and marketing is how our customers are buying different.